I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Today, guys, I want to ask the question, are you frugal or are you cheap? But first, I want to talk about the last couple days in my life. It has been super crazy over here for me in my business, Lansing Lawn Service. So, On Tuesday, if you listen to Tuesday's podcast, you will have heard that Monday night I found a a pretty bad oil leak on my Toro Multiforce. And so I had to decide, you know, what to do. Of course, I'm going to take it to the dealer, see what they can do for me. And so I, I did that Tuesday morning. I have not heard anything about the Toro Multiforce, so it is still in the shop. Uh, they had a bunch of people out, I guess, this week, and so it's it's a little uh, iffy. It's going to take a while. Probably early next week, maybe I'll hear something about the Toro Multiforce. So right now I'm running with the Gravely. Um, I haven't really heard anything about the Multiforce. However, I just in case... You know, maybe the engine block is cracked or something like that. Because, I mean, the Toro Multiforce, it has over 2,000 hours on it. So it's getting up there in age. I bought it in 2016. It's a first-generation Multiforce. So they've done a lot of upgrades to them, but mine doesn't have a lot of those upgrades. So I just recently had it in the shop getting an upgrade. Uh, My tensioner pulley and arm were seized and so it wasn't working so i had to spend 500 bucks to get that done it was a pain in the butt i mean i didn't do it they did it It wasn't necessarily a pain in the butt other than i had to pay 500 bucks to get it done and which kind of is leading into today's discussion but so i've been running with the 42 inch gravely uh, ZTX and it's a pretty good mower the cut quality isn't great on it it's a residential mower it's slow but it, it, it's getting me by for now uh, Friday I do have some really large properties that I have to mow uh, probably like oh, I don't know at least four acres of property and so I think I'm going to go to a different dealer and rent a mower for the day. It's like a hundred bucks for the day. And that will just help me to get things done a little faster. And, you know, I can take some of those hills a little bit better. Hopefully it's a stander because standers definitely take hills better than sit down machines. So I'm hoping that's what they give me. I hope that's what they have. We'll just have to see. I don't know. I've never rented a mower before. I've always had my Toro Multiforce. It's been a great mower. It's not had hardly any problems. Uh, The main issues that I've had with the Toro Multiforce is the throttle cable will loosen up and it won't stay in the the 
the maximum position, so shall we say, it will slide back as you're as you're mowing just from the vibration. And so I've had to replace that a couple of times. So and it's starting to get a little loose again, but it's not coming back yet. So that's like, I don't know, 70 bucks to replace one of those. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, I don't have any implements for the Toro Multiforce. I don't have the hydraulics. I just use it for mowing. I bought it for $9,000 back in 2016. Today, a Toro Multiforce is going for $15,000. And so that is, that is a big thing. That's a huge jump from where it was in 2016. So I don't think I'm, if, if it's, if it's a busted block, I I may replace the engine. I was talking with my buddy, Cameron Duncan from Missouri, uh, earlier today over messenger. And he, he said he would just replace the engine and try to keep, get that mower to, to stay going for a while longer. And I got to thinking, you know, cause I've been, the last couple of days I've been researching mowers, you know, trying to find the best quality for the the least amount of cost, but the, the maximum productivity. And it's just been a really real struggle because everything has just gone up astronomically since, you know, the last couple of years. And so it's been a real struggle to find something. I was thinking Bradley mowers maybe, but I... You know, I I go back and forth with Bradley because it it looks like it's a fairly good mower, but at the same time, I've seen some videos of guys, you know, that have had them and they they talk about problems that they've had with them. One guy was saying um, that all three of his spindles were starting to get loose after two years. I've replaced one spindle on the Toro Multiforce in six years, and that was my own fault. So, I mean, I, I, I can't really jive with that. You know, I'm, I know I just sounded really, really old because I used the word jive. <laughs> but anyway, uh, gosh, it's, it's a real struggle to find a machine that is going to hold up over time and get me that longevity, but also give me that productivity. It's not going to break down. That's why I like the Toro Multiforce so much. It's been a, a beast of a machine. It's just been really good to me. However, they're 15000 bucks. You can't really make a whole lot of money on a $15,000 machine, you know, because my thinking now has changed completely from what it was when I bought this machine. All right. When I bought this machine, I was like nine thousand bucks. All right, let's go. And I started just I started pulling more money out of the business because, I mean, I was paying the payment on that mower, but I instead of saving money, making the payment plus saving that another payment on top of that into a special account for when this time came when I needed to replace that mower. Instead, I used that money for other things. I paid myself more. And so now I only had two grand saved. And that money is gone now, too, because uh, I have a Toro Time Master. Yesterday, I was 
riding along, doing my thing, and there was some road work, and they had freshly uh, blacktopped over this area, and there was no marking, there was no cones or anything saying nothing. Uh, so I I hit this blacktop area, and it was like I hit a ramp. I couldn't tell from where I was sitting in the truck, but it was like a ramp. And so I hit that thing pretty fast, and the mowers were flying on the trailer. And so I got to my property that I was going to, and a little piece that connects to the transmission on the Toro Time Master broke off. And so I, the Time Master is already two years old. Uh, I bought it for a thousand bucks, you know, two years ago. Toro Time Masters today are fifteen hundred bucks. So I decided last night, late last night, after trying to weld a piece something on there that I just kind of, you know, I kind of rednecked. I tried to weld it on; it wasn't working. So instead, I went to the dealer again today. I bought a Time Master because this one's getting old. It's going to start falling apart here anytime. Bought a new one for $1,500. And so I was able to do my lawns today that I needed the push mower for. And we're just going to do that. The old one, I ordered the part for it. It's like a $4 part. But I ordered the part for it. It's going to come in. That one will not be my backup push mower. That way I have one if something like this happens again so that I don't run into this again where I'm without a push mower. So that's kind of been the last couple of days for me, guys. Oh, I forgot something. On top of all this, a guy that works in one of the neighborhoods that I work in is getting out of the business. And he has 24, 23, 24 clients in this neighborhood. He's, he's done well for, for getting all these clients in this one neighborhood. And uh, he's getting out of the business, and he wanted to give me the clients. So I said, sure, yeah, I'll, I, I need to grow this thing a little bit more. You know, got to do what I can do. I got to make more money. And so uh, today and yesterday, people have been contacting me wanting estimates. So on top of all this other stuff, I've got the stress of these new customers coming in for next year. So I do have time, but I feel the pressure to get them their estimates for snow and and lawn care. And so I just sent out six of them tonight. And uh, that's how many have come in so far today, which isn't a ton, but it, it takes time and time that I don't really have. So uh, it was just frustrating, but we're getting through it. I'm pushing through. The Gravely is still running. Um, the cut quality isn't great, so I'm having to double cut a lot. And we just got a bunch of rain, and it's been cool at night here, so the grass is growing like gangbusters. And it's wet in the morning, very wet. It's it's wet till about noon. And so it's just been kind of a struggle the last couple of days for me. But we're getting through it. I'm pushing through. I want to thank Cameron Duncan and Tony Rudolph for just kind of being my sounding boards with my frustration. Those guys have really become really good friends to me, and uh, 
they let me complain to them and whine and moan and they don't uh they don't get mad about it or anything like that at least they don't tell me so i just want to thank those guys uh because that's been really meaningful to me especially this week when all this stuff is just hitting the fan so guys let's jump into the topic of the day or the question of the day are you cheap or are you frugal so for me searching for these mowers i mean i i consider myself a frugal person i'm not a cheap person i'm frugal when i spend money on something i want it to last i want to get the the most bang for my buck that i can get so i price shop that's what i do i'm not cheap i'm frugal i want to get the best product that i can get for the right amount of money you know and i'm not i'm not afraid to spend money but i don't like to spend money so i i am i guess the quintessential frugal person but i'm not cheap like just a couple weeks back my family we were going to meet up with the in-laws over by detroit we were going to go to some museums and stuff and we had booked an airbnb the airbnb fell through it was in a really sketchy neighborhood and it we just were not going to stay there and we were still at home when this all went down uh my wife's parents were over there you know trying to check into the place or they wouldn't have checked into the place let's be honest uh it was just a really rough neighborhood and so we ended up getting the money back for that and they drove all the way back to their home in okamas from detroit it's like an hour drive and we decided as a family you know what let me just look at the hotels around where we're going to be going to these museums see what we can find so we found a hotel and i dropped almost 400 bucks on a hotel for two nights i'm not cheap i'm just frugal i wanted my family to have a great time even though this thing fell through so you know we had profits from the lawn care business you know let's take that profit and let's do something with it and so we we took a weekend and we went and had fun and it was a really nice relaxing weekend and we needed it so it that's just one example of not being cheap but just being frugal because i still price shopped hotels there were some that were way too expensive we we weren't going to do that i mean we're just we're basically just laying our heads down now of course the boys they wanted to go swimming and all that stuff so we got a hotel with a pool we got a hotel with a breakfast which was terrible by the way it wasn't good at all and uh so we did that and it was fun they had fun my wife and i had fun it was just all around a good fun weekend i'm trying to do the same thing with these lawnmowers is i'm trying to find a mower that is fairly low cost in today's market but still has that that very stout build that and the cut quality that i want for my business and for my clients i i want that i want that intersection you know i want that to to cross and so i've been really searching just in case something happens where i need to buy a mower i'm just doing my research now 
And what I'm finding is that while Bradley seems like it, it, I mean, it is the cheapest commercial mower on the market because they go direct to consumer. That's why they can have such a cheap price. However, that's not the only reason they have a cheap price. Their machines aren't quite as stout as, say, a Toro Grandstand or a Toro Multiforce. They're built with different components like the spindles. They cheaped out on the spindles. And so those spindles are not going to last as long as the spindles that are on the Toro Multiforce. And so I have to think about all those things. It's just what it is. I'm not, I'm not trying to be cheap. I'm trying to get the most for my money. I'm not afraid to spend the money necessarily. I don't want to spend money on a mower. I really don't. I was griping to my wife uh, just earlier today that I do not want to spend money on this mower. I was hoping to get at least another year out of this Toro Multiforce. So I might I might just throw down for a new engine if I can find one uh, and th- have the, the dealer put that on there and just try to keep going. You know, try to keep using this thing because I love it. I love the Toro Multiforce. I do. It is a really nice machine. I called it, I was talking to my son today. I'm like, if if you compare Bradley to the Toro, you know, the Bradley stand-on to the Toro stand-on, that's like the Toro is a Cadillac and the Bradley is a Kia. You know, it, it they're two different classes of product and there's no there's just no denying that now do i think the toro multiforce or the toro grandstand you know i'll say the grandstand the grandstand is going for thirteen thousand dollars right now do i think a toro grandstand is worth thirteen thousand dollars right now no i don't i don't do i think a bradley is worth $5,800. $5,800. I don't. I think that's out of, out of line too. I think it should be lower because it's, it, it, it's, it's the Kia of lawnmowers. You know, it, it, it's the budget line. So I, I get, I get where Bradley is. I know that they're, they're cheap for a reason. They go direct to consumer. Their product is still good. It's just not as built as stout as the Toro Multiforce, which is the Cadillac, uh, or the, <clears throat> let's say the Tesla of, well, I don't want to use Tesla because they're electric. We'll just say Cadillac. It's the Cadillac of stand-on mowers, you know, in, in my opinion. Now, some of you are going to say, oh, no, it's Skag. Oh, no, it's Xmark. Oh, no, 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 it's a right. Oh, <laughs> I don't get into the weeds on that stuff. To me, the Toro is a Cadillac. All right. I would love to buy another Toro, but financially, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Do you understand how many lawns I would have to mow to recoup the cost of the Toro Grandstand? It's way out of whack. 15 grand compared to, to you know, getting like $45 a cut. It's going to take forever to get that money just to recoup it. And not only that, I have to save above and beyond 
if I were to buy that Toro, I would have to save double the payments, one in an account for when I need to replace it, and one to pay that thing off. That is what you should be doing if you're buying new equipment. You've got to do it, unless you want to just continually have payments, which I don't want to have. I want to get ahead of the payments so that I am that money is mine. I'm spending that money. It's mine. I'm spending it. I'm not going to a creditor to to give me that money. It's my money. I'm my own lender. All right. So that's the place I want to get. But there 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 comes a point when you have to calculate the the um the quality of the machine versus versus the amount of work you're going to have versus um, the price. It, it, you have to factor all of that in. So I've been thinking about a right. I've been thinking about it. I've been looking at all of them. Every, every mower brand that I can think of, I've been trying to look at and get a price for. So I'm, I don't know if you're cheap or if you're frugal, but I would really like you guys to think about it because cheap is kind of cheap is boring. It really is like, you know, it's like going to, it's like going to pay less shoes to buy. It's like an NBA player going to pay less shoes to buy his shoes that he's going to play wear in a game. Number one, they're not going to last. And it, they're just, his feet are going to hurt the whole game. He's cheap, right? On the other end of the spectrum, me personally, I wouldn't go buy Nikes. I think Nikes are overpriced. I think they're, they're built really lousy. I think they're overpriced. I think it's a terrible product. I've worn Nikes. My brother and I, when we were in high school, we used to play, we played basketball and he would buy Nikes. I would buy Reeboks. He would buy three pairs of Nikes a season. I had the same pair of Reeboks for two years. You tell me whose product is better. And I paid half the price. Come on. So that's where being frugal and doing your homework gets you. And so I really hope that you're frugal and not cheap. Because if you go the route of buying the Kia of lawnmowers, the Bradley, I almost want to say that you're cheap. But I understand, I I mean, I understand if you need to. I'm not judging you at all. I understand what you need to do is what you need to do for your business. I get it. I do. I mean, I I was right there. Last night, I said, you know what? I, I'm going to buy a Bradley. I'm going to buy a Bradley. If this mower, you know, conks out, I'm going to buy a Bradley. We'll run it for two years. And then if it if it lasts, great. If not, I'll buy another one. Because they're, they're less than half of a Toro Multiforce. And in the truck today, my son Marcus said, well, that doesn't really make sense, Dad, because the Toro Multiforce has lasted you for six years. If you buy a Bradley and you pay 
$5,800, and that only lasts you two years, and you go and buy another one, now you've spent almost $1,200 to get two more years out of a Bradley, and then you put another $580 or $5,800 on top of that, you're way over what the Toro Multiforce would cost. And so he totally switched my thinking about the Bradley. Because as this guy was saying on the video, that his spindles were going out after after two years. Now, a spindle going out or three spindles going out is not the end of the life of the mower. I get it. But he was having other problems too. And so it's like, well, it's kind of kind of falling apart a little bit. You know, he's kind of saying that it's kind of falling apart. My Toro ain't falling apart. It's been six years, ain't falling apart. 2,000 hours. Do you know how many lawns that thing has mowed? A ton. A ton of lawns. lawns. I mean, 50 a week at 28 weeks. What is that? Let me see here. Some of you have already done the math in your head. That's 1,400 lawns in a year. And and I've been doing 50 lawns a week for the last four four years. That's a lot of lawns that that thing has seen. So it has really produced a lot of money. So I get it, but I I, th- I think fifteen thousand dollars is way out of line for what that machine does. Now, granted, I wouldn't go with the Multiforce again because I don't use any of the implements. I bought the Multiforce back in 2016 because it was there. It was there. I needed something that was more stout than what I had. And they had a little bit of a deal on it because it, they brought it in for, for their their open house. So I got it at a really reasonable price. No one was buying them then. So I got it for a reasonable price. The grandstand was actually more than the multi-force. Now the grandstand is much less than the multi-force. It's about two to three thousand dollars less. So, you know, if I if I do end up needing to get a new mower, I am definitely going to look at Toro, but I'm also going to look at Wright because I just we just got a new Wright dealer up the road. He's closer than the Toro dealer. They do loaner mowers when yours is out of commission or you can rent from that dealer. So there's things to think about there too. And I don't want to cheap out on a dealer just because they don't sell the Toro brand. You know, all all mowers make grass short, tall grass short. They do, but... I will say the Toro cut quality is pretty much second to none. So I have a lot to balance out here, guys. But please, be frugal. Don't spend every dime you get. Cut those expenses in your business, but don't be cheap. Don't cheap out on your on the equipment that you need, that you know is going to need to last you for four, five, six years. Don't cheap out on that either. Find a find a middle ground. Use that frugality. And and definitely don't be a just a yep, yeah, I need a new truck. Boom. There we go. Shop around. 
Do your homework. Buy used. Be a little bit frugal, guys. This time in our lives, when inflation is so high, and and we don't know what's going to happen here with our country, we don't. It's a little scary. We've never been in this situation before where inflation has been this high for for this long. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but it's it's definitely been high. We had record gas prices a few months ago. We, we have to be careful with our money right now. We have to kind of sit on cash a little bit, start piling up cash. And, and I wish I would have started this back in 2019, piling up cash, piling up cash and just saving, saving, saving as much as I can. But we don't have a crystal ball. I couldn't see this coming. So let's start now. Let's learn our lesson from these years of really crappy economy and, and different things. And let's learn our lesson. Let's pile up some cash so that we have a cash reserve for when things happen. All right, guys, I hope you got some value out of this. I really do. Uh, At least give, give some thought to whether you are cheap or frugal because there is a difference. And if you're cheap, I think you should change your ways to being more frugal, not trying to save pennies, you know, being, being, or penny wise, but dollar foolish, but, but really trying to, to get the best product for your money. All right, guys, thanks for listening and watching. I, I, I really hope that you enjoyed this and I will see you in the next episode.